Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. So we have a bunch of games tomorrow. A ton of them. Uh, we have St. Peter's Purdue. We have Providence, Kansas. We have UNC, UCLA. And we have Iowa State, Miami. In that order, chronologically, also, which I feel is a little disrespectful, Iowa State taking on Miami being the, the last game of the night. Of the weekend, yeah. Or, well, no, we got the schedule makers obviously, eight, obviously, but yeah. Didn't uh, know what they were doing. Like, St. Peter's Purdue should not be the first game of the night. That I feel game like should have been at 9 o'clock a.m. on PBS. Yeah. You got no, you're, Q's giving no respect to the Peacocks. No Even though my guy Doug Eater has got a Buffalo Wild Wings lifetime supply of wings coming his way. I bet St. Peter's four, <laughs> three times throughout the entire conference tournament. I think I'm betting St. Peter's tomorrow. Most I think St. Peter's rosters follows me on uh, Twitter. Do they really? my guys, yeah. Oh, nice. I think that's a distress. I'm going to be honest. Honest with you guys. Still don't want to watch them play at 10 o'clock at night or get, 7 o'clock at night. Before we individually break down each game, I just want to let you guys know this right now. Not only am I taking Providence to cover 7.5 against Kansas, the new, the new favorite to win it all, I'm also taking them on the money line, plus 260. But go on. I don't hate that. Where do you want to start? You want to start at St. Peter's, Purdue? St. Peter's not getting any respect. They're 12 and a half point dogs. That line has moved none. I don't even think there's any money on this game. Like, I don't think anybody's even <laughs> interested in betting it. Uh, I know Alan Bell thinks uh, that Purdue is going to just walk away with this handily, as does Coach Jimmy Patsos. I kind of agree. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I think St. Peter's and Shaheen Holloway is going to have these guys really playing super physical. He has a lot of guys who want to chase after loose balls. It's just part of their DNA. If for 13 points, and listen, I could be totally wrong, and Purdue could run them out of the gym, but they've been inconsistent all year long. They were the darling early, and they have shown us that they are very vulnerable against teams that want to bang on them. So yeah. I like I like St. Peter's plus 12 and a half. I even, I'm, I'm even thinking about just because, just because, Going over there to the King of Sportsbooks. The only sportsbook. And just putting a little pizza money on the money line just in case, just to get wild because we've seen some very wild events. We saw Gonzaga go down today. As Kevin Garnett would say, anything's possible. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take the walk with you because I'm going to play the same thing. This game could like legitimately be three and a half hours because both teams shoot a ridiculous yeah. amount of free throws. But the only thing is... I think uh, Purdue fouls at either the third or the fifth, like lowest rate in the country. So that's the only issue for St. Peter's. How are they going to get buckets? Because they're severely undersized. And if Purdue's not going to foul them and put them on the foul line, how are they going to score against Edie and those guys? Because like they're very undersized. I think their tallest player is what, like six foot seven. Mm -hmm. Purdue's got a bunch of giants. Purdue shot 50 free throws. I was on Texas in that game and that was not the wrong side. Texas shot what? 15 free throws compared to Purdue's 50. Um, how did Texas shoot 50 free throws in that game? I don't know. They're bigger than St. Peter's. I don't think St. Peter's has the hype for this matchup. I just think that that number is a little disrespectful. And again, Purdue does get to the charity stripe a bunch. They're top 15 getting to the free throw line, um, which could be problematic for St. Peter's because they play really tough defensively, but they foul at a crazy rate, like I just got done saying. So, um, And they also turn their opponents over 
uh, they're like 21% of the time. Like that's what they do really well. They they win by their defense and by shooting threes, which is how like these mid-major style teams end up getting it done. Yeah. And then the other thing like St. Peter's, kind of like these two teams that we've talked about tonight, like Houston, they're really good on the offensive glass. They're 64th in the country, but they're going against Purdue and the Giants who are 33rd in rebounding rate defensively. Yeah. So Q, you might be right there. Um, I do think obviously Purdue wins this game. But I think St. Peter's could at least keep it close. Maybe even like the first half is worth a look. I'm going to play them just because they're a great story. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, everything you guys are saying <laughs> is correct. I probably would just pay, play St. Peter's in the first half. The thing is this. Edie is seven foot two, bro. <laughs> like, and, and, and it just comes down to that sometimes. He's not like Chet Holmgren seven two. every call. Like he's seven two and like legit heavy. Like he's a heavy set. He looks like Yao Ming out there and he gets... He's just a huge mismatch problem. Like you said, like Clarence Rupert is a, is a phenomenal defender uh, of, of, as well as Casey and Defo. Both of those guys have been phenomenal down low. But like one thing about these smaller schools is that once you get one guy in foul trouble, you're going to the bench to some guy that's probably was your statistician um, uh, for halfway through the season. Didn't get a lot of playing time. Like they have no depth. Like, and that's the thing that concerns me. I mean, you could just bring Trevion Williams off the bench. You could start him or whatever you want to do with him. He might be like the better big on the team. And Edie is seven two. like Trevion is a guy that's like gets slept on. He doesn't get all the hype, but people talk about Jaden Ivey, which he's a phenomenal basketball player and Edie, but Trevion is a huge matchup and he's a physical guy. Like he's the guy that does the bruising when none of the other guys like to do the bruising. When they played Ohio state earlier this year, he is the guy who's down there banging with guys. When you're playing against Illinois, like though they, they have some bangers on that team. I like St. Peter's of course, the story as well, but I mean, we really, really look down or look at this matchup. It is terrible for St. Peter's, but they are yeah. a Cinderella. They are a darling. I'm probably not going to play it. If, if anything, it might be St. Peter's in the first half for me, but if Purdue wins the game by 13 points or more, it, it just definitely would not surprise me because they just have the guys, and, yeah. and that's what it comes down to sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Um, any uh, Anything on the total? St. Peter's 133.5. I, I would take the under in the game. I would go over, honestly. I I just, I don't know. Um, Numbers very, very low. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from that. As of right now, I might play St. Peter's. We'll see how tonight goes. That's not my favorite game on the board. No, No. Providence, Kansas. I place Providence as my first bet. Uh, They just cover these large spreads. That's what they do. It doesn't really matter how much they're down. They just keep getting themselves out of these holes. You know, Providence is kind of like Q if he goes down. Like, he'll just put some money, like a big bet on somebody like Houston, and all of a sudden something big. And then it's like all of a sudden you look up and you're up money, right? You were down big. All of a sudden you make a couple of uh, shots. You look up and you're like, wow, I'm actually leading this game. Oh. Um, and Providence, that's what they do well. That's why they won the Big East. They're never out of it. Even when they played Villanova and they were down 10 in the first half, all of a sudden you look up and they, they ended up almost taking that game to overtime. So uh, Kansas is definitely vulnerable. Uh, seven, like giving seven and a half points to Providence, even if you're Kansas, I just don't like that. The only thing is Providence has – they have trouble scoring the ball, man. And and that's the reason why I'm not I'm staying away from Providence because we've seen that they have guys who can get buckets. I mean, their best score is actually Al Durham, and Al Durham has his senior season or his whatever season this is for him has just been so weird. Like sometimes he's getting benched, other times he's in there. Like he's their guy, and like he hasn't been that guy. I mean, the reason why this Providence team is here because also they win a lot of close games, but when you look at it, they have been lucky in a ton of them. We've been lucky enough to be on the side of their luck a lot of times throughout uh, the year on our show. But I look at Providence, and I'm like, man, if you guys have a, a scoring drought for five minutes or two minutes even, 
Kansas has the offense to make you yeah. legit yeah. pay for that, and that's what concerns me. And also, Kansas, their size, especially at the guard play, is phenomenal. I love Jared Bynum. Of course, Largo, Maryland, he's phenomenal. He's really stepped up. Shooting as, like 42% from three, too. Yeah, and that's not even his bag. Like, he's he's just now starting to do that. He's not a huge, uh, a great shooter, and he's starting to get in his bag. You're going to get some longer guards, and um, I – I'm not going to lie, man. I, I kind of actually like Kansas in this spot, um, but I probably wouldn't bet this one either. Providence and Ed Cooley's teams, like, of course, I love Ed Cooley, coach of the year in the conference in the Big East. He's been really, really good. But tomorrow, like, that Big East luck might run out against a Kansas team that they make you pay for every single mistake. And, I mean, it's it's clear what Vegas is trying to tell you. Like, it's seven and a half for a reason. Like, it's, right. oh, that's a tough dunk there. Man. Um, it's seven and a half for a reason. Like, if, if Providence – was a more respectable team heading into this matchup and their full strength of schedule and all that stuff and their performances uh, coming into this matchup were um, substantial, then they probably maybe like a three and a half point spread, but seven and a half lets you know that, you know, this Vegas doesn't think that Providence is that good of a team. I mean, that looks like a number that if you, if you come on that game, it might be a 10 point spread um, by the, the first TV timeout in that game between these two. So it'd probably be Kansas or nothing for me in that spot. Yeah. I like Providence. I think they've covered eight, Eight and one against the spread when they've uh, been larger than five point five point dogs. I want to say um, they just cover, man. Yeah, I like them too. Um, what about uh, Carolina? Do you guys trust the Big East as a conference? No, like watching I Providence. Actually, like, have you watched like the teams that Providence is playing? I mean, like, I the Big East stinks. I mean, I thought the SEC was a really uh, was a top conference though. That's and true. Then Kentucky got yeah. beat by St. Peter's. New Alabama wasn't very good. I mean, uh, Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee won the SEC tournament. We made a huge deal about them, and they got knocked out. I don't know who's any good right now. I know North Carolina's playing really good basketball. I know I'm betting on them tomorrow. Oh, you're plus, with me. Plus two and a half. Oh, yeah, I bet on Carolina. Dude, the one way you Let's could beat. Go. So the last two years, this little run with uh, Mick Cronin and um, Juzang and those guys for UCLA, this team the last two years, the one way that you beat them, catch and shoot threes. So if Brady Manick is shooting 45%, if they come out there, man, and they're hitting their threes, I think they could blow out UCLA. UCLA yeah, has so the experience, too. but like, let's see what let's see what kind of whistle Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame, geez, North Carolina gets tomorrow night though. They were up twenty five against Baylor. People are like overreacting to the fact that they blew that lead. Yeah, they blew a twenty five point lead, but they couldn't get one call. And Manic got thrown out of the game for the weakest elbow in college basketball history. So really, quick I do like cir- that. Really quick to circle back, uh, just to get the trend right. Providence eight and one this year as underdogs, including against Wisconsin, Texas Tech, UConn, Xavier, DePaul, St. John's, and Nova. All those teams suck except for Nova and Texas Tech. And Texas Tech, but all those other ones like Wisconsin stinks. I wish Johnny Davis. I want to see. I want to see more Johnny Davis. Like that game was terrible to watch when they went down. Who did they lose to? Wisconsin lost to um. Wisconsin just no, got beat by. Um, it wasn't the Browns? No, Nebraska. they lost. They lost to um. Was it Iowa State? Iowa State. Beat That's them. what yeah. it was. That game was terrible. I want to see more Johnny Davis. But man, yeah, their their conference things. Texas Tech was a cool story though. Well, they're still playing basketball. Be- better continue. I hope. Better That's continue. Right. I, yeah, hope, better I, continue. Hope, fingers I hope it does not. I'm sorry, Ryan. You know we're on the Dukies. All right, so I'm taking UNC as well against UCLA. I'm, oh, I'm welcome to. I thought you were taking UCLA. No, I never was taking UCLA. I'm fading the Pac-12. Uh, I think UNC has been streaking. They just shoot so well. They sh- they score so fast, and UCLA feels vulnerable. I could see uh, I could see this being the end of the road for them. I hope so. UNC is also the bigger team, uh, younger. Baycott, like Coach Paso said, one of the best big men in basketball right now. He's been phenomenal. I mean, he had him second. Who did he have uh, Baycott second to? Who's other big? That Was he saying, did he say Edie? He's, it was another big that's playing. Oh, Mark Williams. He had him right after Mark Williams as one of the best bigs in the tournament right now. And they're playing really good. Caleb Love, 
He's a great story as well. They have guys that can shoot from all over the floor. I love UNC in this spot. Two yeah. and a half point dogs. I mean, I'm just going to keep riding them. They made me a lot of money. Yeah, we have to. Especially in the last couple months here. We said it right before we left uh, MGM National Harbor. That was the play we all liked. We liked them to beat Baylor on the money line. I took them on the money line against yep. Duke, even on Coach K night. So we got to continue to ride. Like once when, when a team gets hot like this, there's no reason to go away from UNC. When right a UNC now, like a blue blood team gets hot, that's what's in, that's what's important. And UCLA's like, been teams, beat up all year. Right. That too. You know, with injuries. And then finally, uh, Iowa State takes on Miami. Miami, two-and-a-half-point favorites. That's easy for me. That was the second bet I placed uh, of the week. Miami should cover easily. They're just a much more talented, much more athletic team. I think that they should win by, you know, six to eight at least. Um, I actually like the over. That scares me just because of how much Miami gets out into transition, hits easy threes. Um, I saw them go up 18-7 to on Duke, and, like, literally it felt like a minute and a half. Yeah, I would probably – I actually already played the under. That's one of the first plays that I made in the spot. I know Iowa State, after watching them against Wisconsin, they struggled to score, but their defense is really good. Miami also, uh, their three-pointers are like the, – that's their bread and butter. And you see right yeah. now so far in the tournament, like, hey, new location after a break. Guys struggling. These guys are struggling to shoot. They're struggling to e- even get a feel for the game. And I'm looking at the team that comes out the ACC. I'm like, mm, I don't know about you guys. So I played the under. If anything, like a spread this small, I – and it's, you know, I don't love Miami. I would probably take Iowa State to cover as a dog and then the under in the game, 133 and a half. But I've already officially played the under 133. Same here. That was the first bet I did place, uh, 133 and a half. And then I'm going to take Miami on the money line. I don't know why I've actually waited so long because the price isn't going to get any better. No. Maybe in like, I know if I wanted to play Iowa State, I would wait for a three. I wouldn't play a two. Mm. I wouldn't play a two and a half. I would want the full three with mm-hmm. them because we're not going to get a four. Um, but I just think this is a good matchup for Miami, man, because Iowa State. Their half-court offense, not great. Like most teams, you know, they want to turn you over. Everything's in transition. But Miami, like, while they don't play great defense, they turn teams over. And Iowa State doesn't protect the basketball. So I think that could be a blowout, to be honest with you. It's been a good story for Iowa State. They won two games last year. Worst team in program history. Now they're in the Sweet 16. And they just beat beat the doors off of Auburn. Woo. 